Hello, my friend. Are you wondering if you're doing it right? It meaning life. Do you worry about the timing of things happening or not happening in your life? Or maybe you're wondering and questioning if God even loves you. One of the things that we know for sure about life is it's full of uncertainty. So we're sure of the uncertainty. And that uncertainty is what brings forth the questions we most want answered. In this episode, we are going to dive right into the uncertainty of life, asking those questions that we all want answered. We will talk about three questions that we want answered, and along the way, I will share some of the skills that will help you transform your thinking so that you can develop God-rooted self-confidence, even in the uncertainty. So grab your Diet Coke, put in those earbuds, and let's talk all about the uncertainty of life and the answers to some of life's biggest questions. Are you tired of feeling you don't measure up? What if happiness and the value of your life has absolutely nothing to do with your marital status or the number of children you have? Hello and welcome. You are listening to the Single Christian Woman Podcast. I'm your host, Sharon Lamar. Listen, my gorgeous friend, I know what it's like not to measure up. You see, I failed to check all the boxes of life in the expected time frame. Then I realized the truth. God truly loved me and had so much more in mind for me than a life of fear and doubt about being single or anything else. And I'm here to share what I've learned. So, if you're ready to discover and live the life God designed with you in mind, This is the podcast for you. I have had an amazing couple of weeks. I've had the opportunity to speak with a number of you, my podcast listeners, and it has been so fun getting to know some of you and most importantly, to better understand you. I really appreciate those of you who opened up to me as you shared with me your struggles, your worries, even the excuses that you make and then what you wish for most and desire most in your life. So thank you. You know, we all have them, struggles and worries, excuses, wishes and desires. We have them and we want to know how to get rid of them. We want to get rid of the struggles and the worries and the excuses. And we also want to know how to get them, the wishes and the desires. We look for those answers in many places, the how. We talk with our friends, we search through scripture, through social media, we Google, we Pinterest, we pray, we ask experts for advice. We do lots of looking and searching for answers. And if you're like anything like me, not only do you want the answer, you want it now. And it's understandable really when we think about it that you want to know now. Not knowing is unsettling, it's uncomfortable. It feels vulnerable, none of which feels very good. So we think, let's not feel those feelings. And the way not to feel those feelings is we get our answers now. But that isn't the way of it, is it? More often than not, we have to wait for the answer. And when it comes, it may be only part of the answer, just a glimmer or a drip of what we want to know. And we read this in scriptures. This shouldn't be a surprise to us. The Lord has made it clear that answers are given line upon line, precept upon precept, here a little and there a little. Let's go into the land of what if for a moment. 
What if there was such a thing as God Google? You could go onto your computer or your phone and type into the God Google any question you had and immediately you would receive an answer. An answer you could trust, an answer that was the whole complete answer. What would you want to know from God? And I asked that very question to the listeners I spoke with recently. And I'm going to share with you what they would ask God. You may find one of your own answers or questions in their questions, and then we're going to answer them. Am I doing it right? That's what one listener, or actually a couple of listeners wanted to know. Am I doing it right? Again, right or it, meaning life. What is the timing? When am I going to get what I want or what I don't want goes away? And do you love me? Am I doing it right? Is that one of your questions? Are you wondering if you're doing life right? Are you where you're supposed to be? Maybe you wonder if there's something you're missing out on. Are you trying hard enough, doing enough, doing something too much or something not enough? Are you doing it right? Is that your question? A couple of other listeners said, what is the timing? Is that your question? When will what I want become my reality? When will I get married? When will this marriage finally end? When will the pain end? How long will this struggle last? What is the timing? Is that your question? Or maybe it's the last one. Do you love me? You God Google in hopes of hearing him say, yes, I do love you. You ask because you're not sure. You know you are his daughter, but still wonder if he loves you. Now, maybe in the past you've heard the answer, yes, I love you, but for some reason it's become kind of cloudy or distant feeling. So you ask again, do you love me? Is that your question? Or maybe it's all three. You want to know, hear from God that you're doing life right. You want to know that he loves you and you want to also know that come to find out his timing is in sync with your timing and you're going to get what you want when you want it. Maybe that's a big blend of all the questions. So let's take some time today and try to answer those very questions. Not only are we going to talk about those questions, I'm going to along the way teach you some skills that will help you transform your thinking so you can create more self-confidence. The kind, though, that is rooted in God. Okay, you ready? Let's dig into the first question. So I'm going to start with the last question first. Does God love you? Yes, he does. I wonder, though, this is interesting. This is kind of some of the skill. I wonder, though, why you wonder that. What prompts you to question whether or not God loves you? And I'm not saying it's a bad thing to ask questions. I encourage you to ask questions. And it's interesting to think about why are we wondering that? I don't know the answer for you why you're asking God that, but I do know the answer for myself. Of the times that I've wondered of God's love for me, has it maybe diminished a bit? Is it still as it was? And I usually find it's one of two things, and I'm just going to share those with you. One of the ways that I kind of drop into that space is when I have done something that has distanced me from him. And I have those times. Listen, we all do. When you make a mistake and you did things that was not in alignment with who you really are as a daughter of God, you feel guilt and even shame. You moved. God did not move, but you moved away from him. He never moved. It's interesting also that when I distance myself from God, 
that the adversary is eager right there to jump into that space, that distance that lies between me and God and fill it with lies. Lies about how I'm not good enough or I blew it again, it's too late. You always mess up, so why keep even trying? And the remedy to that guilt is repentance. And repentance isn't just confession. I want you to kind of broaden your thought about repentance. It's change, it's evolving, it's moving back to God. The remedy for shame is similar. It too involves movement, movement back to God. Movement back to the truth of who you are, a daughter of God, a loved daughter of God. And it's calling out the liar and instead remembering whose you are, remembering the truth of who you really are, a princess in God's kingdom. I find the other times when I am kind of questioning God's love for me is when I'm in a kind of like a waiting period, waiting for something to start or something to end. I remember, you know, like in the waiting of being single, I kept waiting and waiting for God to grant me those righteous desires of my heart. I figured, of course, it's righteous to be a wife and a mother. In those times, it was easy for me to come up with the idea that he must not love me, otherwise he'd give me a husband, right? It's funny how our brains work. I take two and two and I do crazy math and instead of getting four, I come up with seven. I mean, it's just crazy. And I did that same math when I was waiting for something to end. Like about a month ago, I was working out and I displaced a couple of ribs. And if you've injured a rib, you know my pain. It is painful. Everything becomes hard when it with injured ribs. And when I'm in pain like that, I kind of, everything goes into question for me. Will I ever feel better? It's kind of like this woe was me thing. Will this go away? When will it end? How much longer? All that kind of stuff. And in those times, if I'm in it too long, I can do the crazy math again and come up with doubt. Gee, maybe this is happening because God's punishing me or he's forgotten about me. It's not happening soon enough. Why doesn't he just bless me? I know he can. And I can take two plus two and make it seven. Does either of those ever happen for you? I certainly know I'm not alone. Either way, let's not add struggle to the struggle by judging ourselves on top of our wondering and questioning. Instead, let's just slow down, be still, take some time to quiet your mind, letting go of the self-judgment and open up your heart and mind to to the possibility and the truth that God does in fact love you. He always has, he always will. There's nothing that you have done, can or will do that will ever put you outside of the reach of his love for you. And two things can be true at the same time. You are in waiting and God loves you. It's not one or the other. If you want to know for yourself that he loves you, I encourage you to look around for the evidence. I'm not going to tell you what to look for. You look for it. And ask him. Ask him with a desire to know. He will answer. And his answer is, yes, I love you. Question number two. Are you doing it right? I would submit that you are doing it right. How do you know when you are doing what you're supposed to be doing? Or or you are where you're supposed to be? Well, it's because you are where you are. Now, I'm not saying that where you are right now in your life was predestined 
that you had no agency or say in the matter, that somehow it just came to you. This is where you are through no input of your own. What I'm saying is that you're exactly, that you're doing exactly what you're supposed to be doing. You're making your best decision with the knowledge that you have right now. And then tomorrow you will do it again. You will, you are learning. As we talked about earlier, line upon line, precept upon precept, here a little, there a little. Today you're going to learn something, you're going to put it into practice, and tomorrow you'll have a different body of knowledge. So you're doing it right if you keep learning and doing. And it's interesting that when sometimes we're in some kind of difficulty, we often ask ourselves, I guess there's something I'm supposed to learn by this. I guess it's actually a statement, not a question. And I think it's true. But I would add that you don't only just learn something, you see the lesson, and then you take that lesson and put it into your life and become a new version of who you are because of the lesson. You continue to evolve, develop, and grow, becoming one step, one line, a little there, a little there, closer and closer to who you want to become. And again, I submit that as long as you're learning, adjusting, changing, evolving, you're doing life right. My mother taught piano and she wanted me to learn to play the piano. And I, I actually wanted to learn to play the piano. So I took lessons, I practiced. I did not like practicing, but sometimes I did. Anyway, I learned how to play the piano. One lesson, one practice at a time. I learned how to play the piano. So I became a pianist. Now I know that is a broad stretch. I am not a concert pianist by any stretch, but the fact that I can play the piano, I'm gonna call myself a pianist. Because I kept learning and putting to use what I learned, I became a pianist. All along, I was doing it right, even with all of the mistakes, all the clunky notes. Because I kept learning and becoming, I was doing it right. That it, that's what it looks like to do it right. So yes, you're doing it right. If you want to know what if God thinks you're doing it right, I would suggest talking with him about it. Tell him what you're thinking about how you're doing and then stop talking and listen. Tell him what you think. Ask him questions. Tell him where you failed, where you've tried, where you succeeded, how you're trying, what you're doing. Tell him everything and then stop talking and listen. Ask him to help you see what he sees in you. Ask him to help you see what you are doing. Is it working? Is it effective? Stop and listen. He will answer. Quietly and in unexpected ways, he will answer as you keep moving. Last question. What is the timing? Perhaps your flavor of this question is, what does the future look like for me? Will my future hold the things I want? You know, years ago, I went on a bike tour with a friend in Vermont, and we had planned for the trip, and we had trained for it, and we really felt confident that we were going to have a great time. So we flew to Vermont, and we drive a couple hours to this inn that's going to be our home base during the tour. And each day, all of the riders, all of us, were given a choice of three different rides to do. And it would include what the highlights are of the ride and that kind of stuff, how many miles it is. Usually one was long, and I'm saying long is like 60 miles or so. Then there was a medium and a short. So anyway, one day we chose a long ride, and it was really hot and humid, hot and humid. Now, I'm used to hot. I was from Nevada, but I was not used to humid and hot. 
At any rate, this was a long, difficult day, and sometimes we were pushing our bikes rather than riding our bikes, but we made it back to the inn. And that night at dinner, I was thinking about the next day, and we were kind of thinking about the medium ride. And so I went up and asked one of the tour guides, I asked him this question. I wanted to know what to expect. I wanted him to tell me more about the ride for that next day. And I'll always remember how he answered my question. He actually answered my question with a question. And he simply said, if you could know what the rest of your life would be like, would you want to know? And I thought for a minute, kind of coughed me off guard because I thought he was going to just tell me what I wanted. And I said, no, I just want to know about tomorrow. (laughs) And that is what we want. We want to know what's coming and when it's coming. As human beings, it's interesting how we keep trying to shove God into kind of the construct of our measure of time, where there's seconds and minutes and hours and days and weeks and months and years. And sometimes I even want like a checklist God that if I check all these boxes, then there's like a, like doing a math problem. Like here's the line where now here's my total. Here's my payoff. Here's when I get what I want if I do all these things. And that is just not the way of it. That is not the way God works. And that is not how he designed our whole human experience. It's one that presents us with opportunities to become one where we have agency and we have to practice patience. Dang it. So I, and I often think back on that Vermont experience. And I think about how if the tour guide had told me all the details of the ride the next day, I don't know that it would have settled my worries about it. I think it could have increased. And I think also it would have held me back. I would have been again then to question my capability. And I may have chosen the shorter ride. Because I think it's when we don't know, that is when we find out who, what we're capable of. I think it's in the not knowing that we really discover our true capacity and capability. It's in the not knowing. So what is your timing? Well, you're right on time. I choose to think about that about myself, right on time. And it has taken me some time to know that I'm right on time. Learning and practicing the thought transformation skills that I teach here in this podcast has helped me and my relationship with God has helped me get there. So do you want to know for yourself if you're right on time? Here's another skill you could develop. Simply choose to decide that you are on time. You can decide right now that when you, what you want shows up, it will be right on time. In the meantime, you just keep learning and becoming one line, one precept, one little bit at a time. So you, my friend, are loved. You're doing it right and you're right on time. I hope that our time talking about some of your deep questions has helped you to know, number one, that you're not alone. I ask the same questions. Other listeners have asked those same questions. And I also hope that you picked up on some of the ideas that might help you find out those answers for yourself and some of the skills. I encourage you to keep asking questions, wonder about things, talk with someone about your questions, your struggles, your worries, as well as your dreams and desires. God wants to hear from you and you have me here to help you as well. So please don't wonder and worry alone. Help is here. And here's the truth of it. You have always been dancing in the uncertainty of life. Life is uncertain. And because of that dance, you are also in a co-created dance with God. 
It is in the dance of uncertainty that we open up to the dance with God. It is the invitation to dance with him. Think about it maybe that way. I also hope that you picked up a few skills that will help you transform your thinking, that you can think about what you think. You can question your thoughts. That is a skill. And the skill of patience and practice, allowing yourself to learn, not perfectionism, not in a rush, but one line, one precept, one bit here and one bit there. That is a skill that will help transform your life. And also the skill of self-soothing, just deciding for yourself that you are loved, that you're doing it right and you're right on time. That is a skill that will help you move forward. I invite you to practice those skills, transforming your thinking and continue the dance of uncertainty and dance with God. Keep moving and let him lead. That is when the dance is magical. Again, my hope is that you found help and hope here today. You, my friend, are doing amazing. Thank you for joining our conversation today, and I'll see you next week. Well, thank you, my friend, for spending a slice of your day with me. I hope that you love today's topic. If so, please share this episode with all your single girlfriends. Also, I would love to hear how it inspired you, made you think, or reminded you of truth. Please take just a moment to do two things. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts and subscribe to the show. Until next week, my gorgeous friend, know that God loves you and he has big things in store just for you.